Hello, y'all, and welcome back to the Confidently Lost Podcast. I'm your host, Kara, aka Kiki, aka Brown Rice Ho, aka Keeks the Freaks. I got a lot of names. That's because I got to move in silence, you know? Never let the people know who you really are. Okay, I'm going to just shut up. So, if you can't tell, I'm in a silly, goofy mood. Why am I in a silly, goofy mood, you may be asking. Because the last thing y'all probably heard me talk about was crying about a boy or some shit. I'm in a silly, goofy mood because it's spring break, which means I literally have no responsibilities. I worked all day Monday and Tuesday, so now work is done, and I just have Wednesday through Sunday to just chill, recover, rest, recharge, live my life. I'm just so excited. I love the weather. It's just so nice. Like, we kicked off spring break with a little St. Paddy's party situation with the friends. And that was really, why did I say with the friends? What the hell? Anyways, with my friends. And that was really fun. Um, so, yeah, like, I'm still riding that high. And then, like, the next day, we, well, the girlies, we went to brunch on the square and we ordered a picture of mimosas and that was amazing especially like why the hell would we drink mimosas after we were literally just drunk the night before but i just something about that and like we sat outside and the sun was just like pouring down on us and something about that just felt so como se dice like we are those bitches so yeah anyways and then after that, we, what did we do? Oh, we went to Maddie's apartment and we went to the river and that was so fun. It wasn't like river weather, but I still got in and was like comfortable. I was vibing. I was trying to get everybody else to vibe too, but they were cold. But I was just, I was just chilling and like soaking up the sun. That just gave me very much Pisces season because I was literally in like cold ass water, but I felt so like comforted. And then I just kept like looking up at the sun and just like smiling and closing my eyes. So y'all, there is literally a squirrel staring. Oh wait, never mind. That's just the branch. Anyways, um, but yeah, that felt very Piscean of me. Um, but I was just vibing, and then we went back, and I chilled outside with Amber and listened to music for a while. Then we played Jackbox games, which was really fun, and then we watched Solar Opposites until I had to go home. And then on Sunday, I feel like I did something on Sunday. Maybe not. Actually... Maybe I didn't do anything on Sunday. Anyways, I apparently don't know what happened on Sunday, but that's that's cool. Then, like I said, Monday and Tuesday I worked. And then last, or not last night, Monday night, Ivy came over and we had a little, like, girls night. And played We're Not Really Strangers. And that was fun. So here we are. Today's Wednesday. I woke up at, like, 7 a.m. Or no, 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 no. I woke up at, like, 9 a.m. And I scrolled on TikTok for a little bit. This is just, spring break just brings out my vices. Like, I don't get to wake up and roll over and scroll on TikTok for an hour when school's happening. Because my ass is up at 5 a.m. to be out the door most days by 8 a.m. Or actually before 8 a.m., which is just ridiculous. But anyways, so yeah, I scrolled on TikTok and then I heated up seafood pasta that I made last night, which was bomb, by the way. I used a cream sauce this time. Normally, I do, like, a butter, like, garlic butter lemon sauce. But I was like, you know what? I want something creamy. So, I mean, I basically did the same thing, but then just added, like, heavy cream. So, it was, like, a white sauce. But it was really good. And it, I put muscle meat in it, which the muscle meat is very convenient. But I think I need to go back to just getting them fresh on ice it's just nothing hits different even though i live in texas 
And I don't know where we're getting these mussels from. I know they cannot be the freshest, but they taste way better than the frozen mussel meat. So, and then I put some shrimp in it, which was really good. They didn't have frozen scallops, and I wasn't at the big H-E-B, so I couldn't get any on the rocks. But why does it on the rocks like it's a fucking drink? Y'all, I cannot with myself right now. I have not had this much time to just, like, sit. Well, I, I was going to say sit and think, but I think all the time anyways. Because I'm literally always in the clouds. We love being an air sign. But I haven't had this much time. Like, I think I said this weird. Y'all, I cannot with myself. I haven't. I feel like it's because I haven't recorded in so long. And I'm not used to me talking out loud when nobody's around. So I feel like I'm just, I'm being very awkward right now. Um, oh, side note. I'm listening to my good sis Tim's. I don't know if I said that already, but I'm gonna link the playlist that I made down below with her songs. Cause I just, she's just that girly. I love her music and it gives me very much spring and summer vibes. But more than that, it gives me like island vibes. And what more could I ask for truly? So, anyways, um, yeah, I haven't sat down and, like, talked to myself like this in a long, long time. So, I just feel like it's overdue and I'm being very awkward right now. But anyways, um, I was telling Ivy the other night, like, I feel like I thrive when I'm bored. Because when I'm bored and, like, I have no responsibilities, I don't have anywhere that I'm supposed to be, I just live and flow so much easier and that for me just feels like, that's just like living. Like, not that I love having responsibilities. I love working. I love all this stuff. But I feel like the capacity in which I'm doing all of those things right now is just overkill and like overload. And I mean, which is to be expected in America, in our education system. Like, I feel like it's just like we get taught so often that we're supposed to be in overdrive or else we're not being productive. And because I am a go-getter and because I do have a lot of things that I want to accomplish, I have a lot of people who I want to help and who I love helping, I tend to take on a lot of things. Do I necessarily need to? No, but I do. And I always say that I thrive in a high-stress environment, and I think in some ways I do, but I also feel like I strive the most of my life when I'm not doing anything at all and I think that's why as a kid I love summer so much because it was like I literally didn't have to do anything that's so fun that to me just feels like what life is supposed to be like anyways no responsibilities just vibes and the funny thing with me is is that because I think also like when some people don't have things to do they really don't do anything at all if that makes sense when I don't have anything to do, I do, not more, but like, I do more meaningful things. For example, I have not recorded a podcast episode in a month. This podcast is literally like therapy for me. And also like a lot of my friends and like people that I know in real life started listening. And so it becomes like a, a topic of conversation. And so it's crazy to me that I haven't taken the time out of my insanely busy schedule or like found the time to do what I love I love podcasting it's so fun but it's like now that I don't have anything to do for these few days I can record as many podcasts as I want whenever and I feel like my ideas flow so clearly like once I actually get to the point of this episode which I already know by the title but once I get to like the point of this episode it's so funny to think that like just because I was sitting here watching YouTube videos and like scrolling on social media that I was like, hmm, a podcast episode. Like that's so fun for me. And that's how I create is literally just spontaneously and just, I don't know, just, it all flows. The only episode that like I've scripted, I guess in a sense, was my New Year's episode. And even that I'm not going to say was scripted. It was literally just a journal entry. When I'm writing in my journal, I'm not thinking, what do I say next? What's coming next? It's my stream of consciousness. It's literally just everything in my head splat right on the paper. This, this, splat. This, this, splat right there. Oh my God. I miss Maddie. Anyways. um, But yeah, it's just everything like thrown onto a page. So even that, I'm not going to say it was like scripted. But 
I think that's one reason I love these podcasts is because I'm very much like to get through things that I'm going through in my life and like to rationalize things and to process things, I have to talk about it. Which is why therapy is so cool. And I need to go to therapy. But also, I solve a lot of my own issues through like thinking through things and talking through things. And there's so many like voice memos or like podcast audios that I've recorded that's like really me just processing through like a situation. So a lot of times I feel like I'm my own therapist, which is really fun. Also love to talk to Maddie about my problems, which I hope that I'm not like bombarding her sometimes, but she's so good to talk through about problems. Also my boss, Tammy, Tammy is literally the best. And most of the time, after I talk to both of them, and maybe this is why I love talking to them, but after I talk to both of them, they're both Taurus moons. And I'm a Capricorn moon. And okay, so a lot of the times you'll have good like revelation revelations and like epiphanies when you talk to people whose moon sign is in the same element as your moon sign and so oh my god and my sister's a Taurus moon y'all okay Taurus moon's for the win I'm a Capricorn moon which yeah if you took a gasp a gasp of um a surprise a gasp of unbelief or disbelief I understand I, too, cannot believe that I'm a Capricorn moon, but here I am. And a Capricorn moon who actually is in touch with her emotions. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Now, when it comes to intimacy and romance, ah, uh, nah, y'all not going to catch me slipping. But I'm getting better. I'm working on it. Um. Anyways. But Maddie and Tamir are two of my favorite people to talk to my prob- talk about my problems, too. Love them to death. Um. And then also my sister. And like I said, all three of them... All three of them are women, and all three of them have Taurus moons. I love when women Earth sign. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, long story short, this podcast feels like therapy. I'm not doing anything right now. It, none, literally none of that flowed, y'all. I think this is why I'm so funny to people and why people say that I'm goofy is because like when I'm talking to somebody, I'm not thinking about the words that are coming out. It just happens. And then after the fact, either like it made sense to me or it didn't make sense to me. And I'll just be like, that was dumb. That didn't make sense. Or either it made sense to me. And then everybody else is like laughing and they're like, you're so funny. And I'm like, what do y'all mean? This is me. Anyways, but long story short, because I have nothing to do. And because when I am bored, but I'm not even bored. It's just like, when I am surrounded by stillness, I create the most. That's what it is. Stillness is my creative catalyst. And I love that for me. I love peace and stillness and tranquility and ease. And that's how I feel right now, and I just feel so creative. Like, I literally, yesterday at work, which work isn't even, like, super chill, but just because no one was there except, like, me and, like, the advisors and Dean Galloway, like, I was just sitting at the desk, and, like, I was editing my website. I was, like, writing blog posts. I was thinking about the future and about things that I want to do, and I feel like I just made, like, a vision board in my head, and I didn't even need to, like make it on pinterest or like like you know like everything was just so clear <laughs> that's just such a bl- i love being creative i truly love being creative i love marching to the beat of my own drum i just love yeah well anyways blessings and to that we drink i'm not gonna tell y'all what i'm drinking right now because i know that y'all are gonna clown me my friends know and when they listen to this, they're going to say it in their head and like, yes, you're right. Don't clown me. Get off my head. Um, I'm just living my truth. So anyways, cheers to that. Cheers to living in your truth. I'm also going to burn a little Palo Santo because you know the vibes. Wait, this is an ASMR moment. This is my lighter. Period. Oh, that almost burned my nail. Chai. Anyways, okay. 
So as you can tell by the title of today's episode, we're going to be talking about white boy summer, question mark. Um, here's the origin of this topic idea. Basically, I have been watching Spider-Man No Way Home press interview. <laughs> Y'all, I literally, I only, I don't know, it popped up on my, like, homepage on YouTube. I don't know why, like, I don't, I don't search stuff about, like, superhero movies. I do watch a lot of, like, press tours for actors that I love or, like, oh you know it probably came up because i watched a lot of euphoria videos and zendaya is also in spider-man that's probably how it happened um but yeah so basically these videos popped up i started watching them and i was like wow tom holland's like so funny he's so cool and i never understood why everybody was like crazy over this man and like so excited that him and zendaya were together and like oh my god they're the cutest like i literally didn't understand i was like y'all what the fuck is this anyways so as i'm watching these videos i realize how like funny he is and they're like everybody's always like he's just so great at everything without even trying and he's just like a sweetheart and he just looks all like cute and like i'm a pitch cheeks like you know and i feel like all this combined it just hit me oh wait no it didn't hit me it didn't hit me just then also, in the middle of watching the Spider-Man No Way Home press interviews, an interview with Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet came up. Y'all, when I tell you I did not understand, I guess I just didn't understand the appeal of these, like, I don't know what their vibe is, but, like, these white men. Like, this type, this specific type of white man. I was so confused because I was like, what do y'all mean? He looks like a normal ass man. He looks like somebody I could have gone to high school with. Like they're all skinny and like sickly looking. No, like no shade if you're like super skinny, but like, I guess I did kind of sound shady. Anyways, they're like these just skinny ass white boys with dark brown hair and curls. And I literally did not understand the appeal. And so I'm watching this video too. And I was like, wow, they all have the same like person. Y'all stop. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. It's confession time. We're just this is taking a totally different direction. So basically, um, about maybe like two months ago, I was in the annex, which is where like new student orientation offices are. And my best friend, Maddie, she works in there. Our friend X works in there. Um, Jordan and Keaton. And then Tammy, my boss, that I also tell my life problems to. I was in there one day, and I can't remember what I said or, like, how what led up to this. But I was like, y'all, I'm just confined by the shackles of white men. And I literally said it jokingly now. And now I'm wondering if I manifested this into my life. Because tell me why my past two, two, yeah. My past two crushes, well, I guess one past and then, well, I guess they're both, like, present. My two crushes at the moment are literally tall, skinny, white boys with brown curly hair. Well, one of them is not super curly, but anyways. And they're both, like, the artsy type. Even if one of them is, like, artsy internally and externally, like, would fit more into the timothy chalamet tom holland aesthetic white boy and then the other one is more artistic internally and expressively i will say anyways um yeah wow not me just realizing that so i'm just wondering and all of this has transpired following me saying that statement so let this be a testament to how powerful your words are words do manifest your reality so be careful what you wish for because now i'm currently confined by the shackles of white men i have never had a crush on this many white men okay well i guess it's just two anyways 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 my point is I guess I'm moving out of my light skin, curly hair, black boy era and going over to white men. I don't know. Anyways. Hoo I am stressed. Not really. It's not that big of a deal, y'all. If you like a white man, that's totally fine. If you don't like white men, 
even better. <laughs> I'm in such a silly, goofy mood. Okay. Moving on. So, yeah. Basically, the first boy was the one that I recorded my last podcast episode about. Um, and then, I don't know if it was before or after that, but I had to call my mom about him because I was just like, girl... I'm all the way up inside my head, and this is not okay. So, that's that one, and he's the one that's, like, a photographer, um, like, loves good music. I saw one of his playlists. Oh, my God. It was, like, 10 out of 10. Um, he also just, like, dresses like a hipster, just the super chill, like, vibe, which is cool because... I feel like that's my vibe too. I think I'm, I tend to be a little bit more on the dramatic side, or not dramatic, I'll say theatrical side. Well, I guess those are kind of the same. But like, not drama queen energy, but like, I'm very like loud out there. Animated, I guess is a better word. I tend to be pretty animated. Um, and he's more on the like low-key side like if you met him you'd probably think that he's an introvert and maybe he is an introvert but he's definitely an introvert who's a people person and knows like how to like i feel like he kind of commands the attention of the room and like he's just really good with people so that's that vibe and then the other dude he is a drummer um he's big y'all he anyways um, but yeah, he's a drummer, he's really fucking funny on Twitter, he is also a really good people person, but he also makes people laugh a lot, and I think the fact that he's so funny is, like, one of the main reasons that I'm attracted to him, because it's, like, never a dull moment, but then he also has, like, his softer side, like, with his dog and stuff that's, like, I think is really cute, and I don't know, I feel like he's... I feel like the thing with both of them is also that they're just super comfortable in their masculinity that it doesn't come off so strongly where it's like, oh my God, like, shut up. Like, they're so much more in tune with their feminine energy. And it's such a good balance because it's like the soft, like they have a certain softness to them that a lot of guys don't either don't have or not don't have, because I think everybody has it. So either they have it and just don't want to express it, they don't know how to express it, or they choose to repress it. And so both of them are very comfortable in their feminine energy, and they balance it really well. And they have a way of, like, still being, like, or having, like, the protective energy that we normally associate with masculinity. Like, they're really good at having that, but making it feel more nurturing. Which is really cool. So, yeah. Um, so, like, all this combined, like, this is why I have two semi-fat crushes. And even if, like, nothing were to happen, I'm totally cool with that. But I also just like having crushes on people. I feel like, what is life if you don't have someone to romanticize about? Or if you don't have somebody that, like, gives you butterflies? Even if they don't know they give you butterflies. Because there's been times when, like, I've been so, like, fixated on a friend that the friend also gives me butterflies. Which I think is so fun. Like, imagine loving so someone so much and, like, just having the best time with them that they give you butterflies. And you don't even, like, you don't even want to date them. Like, it's just like, wow, this is such a cool person who, like, lights me up inside. So I love feeling like that about people in my life. So I'm not even mad that, like, I have these two crushes. Maybe they're not even crushes. Maybe it really is just me, like, realizing the qualities in them that I really love about them. But, yeah. So that's that. So then I'm, like, watching these videos. And then I'm like, wow, bitch, you've literally been, like, also, like, attracted to this type of person. At least recently. And not even realized it. And then also just, like, scrolling through TikTok. Like, I don't know what it is. Oh my god, wait, y'all. I also had, like, the biggest crush on Jack Harlow a few months ago. Because I bought tickets to go see him right before my birthday. Because I was like, why the fuck not? He's coming to Austin. I love Jack Harlow. I think he's cute. I'm gonna go for it. Another, he's not super tall. But, like, another tall-ish white boy with brown hair, curly brown hair. Like, what is this? 
But anyways, so I feel like I realized that I too partook in the attraction of this type of white man, along with a lot of other people on the internet and, you know, whatever. So I say all this to say I really feel like it is white boy summer, quote unquote. Maybe Chet Hanks was on to something. I don't think he is a part of this specific group that gets to claim white boy summer. And I think that's what makes it white boy summer. Because they know that they don't have to say anything that they can just be. They just have the vibes. They just live life vibrating on a specific frequency that no one else can replicate. Because it's not meant for everyone. We, the girls that get it, get it. And the girls that don't, don't. Wow. This is so crazy. I feel like I just cracked the code on White Boy Summer. Well, we love to see it. Anyways. Um, yeah. That, I guess, I'm done talking. I feel like I said all I needed to say. I said my piece. And we're just going to move on. So... On to the next segment, which I don't know what it's going to be, but we're about to find out. Okay, so it has been a little minute now. I took a little break so I could think about what I wanted to talk about next, because like I said, these episodes are unplanned, unscripted. I literally don't know what's happening until it happens. So, it's been about an hour. Ooh, it has been like two hours. Anyways, um, I changed the music vibe. I ate a snack. I made some chickpea salad like two days ago. Or no, I made my first batch like three days ago. And then I was like, oh my god, this tastes so good. Why have I not made this in so long? Because I haven't made chickpea salad in like, I don't know, like maybe a year or probably not that long, but like, it's been some months. I don't think I've made chickpea salad at all since I've lived in this apartment, and I've been here since August, and it is currently March. So anyways, um, yeah, so I ate a snack, I ate that, it was so good, and I drank some water, hydrated, and I am ready to move into the next segment. So, I decided that since the day you're listening to this, um, the astrological new year would have just hit. It is the second day of Aries season. Aries season officially started yesterday on March 20th. And it's currently the 21st when you're listening to this. So, in honor of the astrological new year and stepping into new energy, approaching a new age, like I'm going to turn 22 this year, um, I'm going to be entering into my last year of college, or my last year of undergrad, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a space of, of transition and of stepping into a new era in my life. And I feel like this astrological new year is very symbolic of that. And the one thing that I love about the astrological calendar is how Aries season, like the first season of the year, of the astrological new year starts randomly in the middle of March. Like, from what we're so used to, especially with, like, our definition of what a new year is and, like, how we celebrate the new year, it's so constricted to, like, time. But what I love about, like, the Lunar New Year and about the Astrological New Year is that both of these happen at, like, like based on, like, our time timeline and, like, our calendar that we know it as. They start into, like, completely random periods of time. But I love that so much because it always helps reaffirm me that, like, change doesn't have to happen at the beginning of the new year or at the beginning of the month, the beginning of the week. Change can happen anytime because, I don't know, I mean, we're just, like, what is time? We've literally made all of this up, and instead of living in flow, living in natural cycles, we're so strict on things. And although, yes, like, the start of Aries season has, like, a date and, like, the start of the astrological new year is, like, set. Like, you know, like, it still exists within the realms of time. It also doesn't because it's also flowing. And that's why, like, cusp signs are so funny because the day that, like, a certain you know, like, a certain sign starts or, like, the sun moves into a different sign, like, it's 
varies ever so slightly every single year. And that's why people's birth charts are so unique. I'm getting on a whole tangent. Anyways, my point is, is that I like using the astrological new year as a time to like reassess because I feel like ending the year or starting the year in Capricorn season is just so rude. Whoever decided to do like that is just evil. Anyways, so I feel like this is a great time to like actually like if you have goals that you want to accomplish, if there's things that you want to do in the next year, I feel like this is the time to set those just because at least for me, like around this time of year, I always feel like a surge of energy because we're coming out of winter. We're coming out of a time where it was probably more dark and cloudy and dreary and our energy levels were low, people dealing with seasonal depression. And now we're like, the sun is here, baby. Daylight savings time just happened. It's sunny longer. Like, it's 538 right now. And the sun is just beaming. And I'm so excited. I, as a Leo rising, I'm all about the sun. I love the sun. The sun is my everything. So, all this to say, I decided to write down 12 goals that I have for the astrological new year. Each one coincides with the with a certain season so like i'm reading them in order from like aries to pisces season obviously the goal is not to like the goal is to incorporate little bits and pieces of all of these like consistently throughout the year but i wanted to make like one specific goal for each zodiac season so that if there's ever a point in time where i do get like super busy and i feel like i don't have a lot a lot of time to pour into myself i can refer back to this list and be like Okay, well, if you can't do everything that you wanted to do for yourself, the one thing that's your non-negotiable is blah, blah, blah. So I feel like that's also maybe a good tip for y'all is that if you ever, like, of course, we always have a bunch of goals, I'm sure. But if you're ever feeling anxious about your goals or if you ever feel like you're not doing enough, first of all, you are doing enough because simply existing on this shit ass planet, not the planet itself isn't shit, but with the things that we've done to it and just people in general, like you being able to exist in this lifetime and still be here and make it and still get out of bed every single day is a blessing and that's enough that's enough if you don't have anything else that you accomplish in a day you woke up and thank god for that so if you if you do want to start like trying to make steps towards achieving more of your goals maybe try like once a week Write down, like, the one thing that you want to do in the week or, like, the one habit that you want to be consistent with. Like, something to hold yourself accountable so that if you ever do have a day where, like... Because you can go through periods where you are getting a bunch of stuff that you want to get done. Done. And you are prioritizing a lot of your different goals simultaneously. But there comes a time when life happens, shit happens, you get tired, you're going to bed later, waking up late. Like, you know, different things happen. And whenever that period of time happens, have your one goal that you want to accomplish, whether it's accomplishing it every day, every week, every like once a month, like whatever it is, pick that one thing for you. So now I'm going to list off my goals for this astrological new year. Okay. I feel like my voice sounded weird. Okay. Number one is commit to building better and cons- and consistent habits um i'm not gonna go into like details of like all the different things because i have a lot of habits that i want to change and i feel like that's not important right now it's just the thing is is that i'm finally going to consciously make an effort to do better and incorporate these habits and to really get a good routine down for myself because i feel like i'm not a routine person routines don't come easily to me I'm not a super, like, disciplined person when it comes to routines because I love going with the flow. Like I said, I'm an air sign. My head's always in the clouds. It's hard to ground myself. But that's one thing that I want to focus on is grounding myself more. And just, I guess, realizing that if I really want to achieve all these goals that I have for myself in life, long term, it starts small and it starts with the foundation. And for me, that foundation needs to be consistency and routine because those are not my strong suits so that's my first goal next is prioritize rest self-care practices nurturing my body and tuning into my sensual nature so i mean i feel like that's self-explanatory 
but I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with the like what's it called the, I don't know but like I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with human design and like that whole setup it's another one of like it's I was gonna say it's a personality thing I mean I guess it gives insight a little bit into your personality but it's more like it leans more towards like astrology because it's based on when you were born and different things like that and there's three energy types so this all focuses around energy how you naturally like how your energy naturally works ways for you to balance your energy more and kind of have an easier time moving through life based on your energy type um kind of how you show up in the world it also shows you um like the downsides to your energy type and how to balance that so what i like about this compared to like astrology like i love astrology i think it's really good at giving us like keys and like pointing us in the right direction but i think one thing with like astrology at least the way that we use it now is that it's it seems to be a lot of like warning signs more so and like it seems very like definitive of like this this and this and astrology to its core is definitely more fluid and obviously you can find ways to like work in tandem with astrological transits but we're not taught that as much so you kind of have to go like search for it but what i like about human design is that outright when you get like your chart for human design it shows you your open energy centers your closed energy centers it tells you what this means for these centers to be open and closed what each one is it tells you about your energy type how you show up in the world how your energy works and moves and then it also tells you like when you're out of balance or when you're going out of your way doing something that's like not in your wheelhouse of energy this is the result of it so like personally for me and i want to do a whole episode about human design but i really want to make sure that i'm reading up more about it so that i can fully like if i'm going to talk about it i don't want to be like stumbling over my words and like being unclear in statements that i make so that'll be coming eventually but my energy type is a projector and there's this thing called oh let me so i'm a projector basically projectors are here to guide energy and it's almost like picture us as like the elders of the town i guess so like we hold all this wisdom all of this knowledge and we're very good at giving advice tend to be the people that a lot of people come to for advice but and we tend to see i will say we tend to see into the future and like how things will turn out how things will end out when people make certain choices at least that's how i realized that it manifests for me so one thing that i used to do a lot and still sometimes do i'm working on is kind of stepping outside of myself to try to go help somebody else whether they want help or not and that's the key because for projectors when we go out of our way to try to warn someone about something give them advice on something try to help guide them in the right direction if they don't reciprocate the energy if they're not like great like if they're not ready to receive that energy i guess i will say projectors become resentful and that's why we're not self-theme is resentment or maybe bitterness but it's one of those and it's like we'll start to resent people especially people that we love because we typically try to help them the most and we want to guide them the most so in that way i love that it like tells me like human design is like hey this is what your energy is like this is how it works it moves through the world this is what you're most likely good at like this is the type of person you tend to be for others but also when you're using your power because i think sometimes we can get confused by when we try to help people why if they're not ready for that help it doesn't make sense to us at least for me i guess it doesn't make sense to me when i'm trying to help someone if they're not receptive to that but obviously everybody's journeys and timelines are different so there's that because i also feel like there's a lot of things that i had to learn as a young child and that i learn super young compared to other people go through these things later in life so i feel like i have the experience and i'm like hey like it doesn't have to be so hard this is how it can go but people aren't always ready always ready to hear that or always ready to act on that so i like how it kind of gives you that key like hey maybe you don't want to always just freely be using your energy giving your energy towards people let them invite you in 
which is like the strategy for projectors is wait to be invited because it's like when somebody is receptive to you that's when the most good can happen and what i love about human design is how it also like it it also helps you realize like how things need to be like within your career like how to approach i guess it helps you approach different scenarios in your life because each situation is going to have the same like underlying theme of like obviously you're going to get resentful if you are freely giving yourself without someone inviting you in but also like remember that you really do know what's supposed to be happening you see towards the future you're the wise one but it shows you how to use that wisdom in different scenarios which i think is something that i that i needed i needed the guidance of human design has brought to me because now I feel like, like when I say I love being bored it makes so much sense because as a projector I'm not supposed to be working all the time I'm not the person who necessarily needs to always be starting something who always needs to be taking on so much because for me and I think a lot of projectors do tend to be more of the creative type because I like to retreat to produce something and to create something and that's when my best works happen so i realized for me that like i i really can't do the traditional like you know the traditional like corporate america structured work environment and i've been lucky enough to work in a lot of flexible environments especially recently like getting my fellowship um we went like back in february to go see the office space and it's like a co-working space like it gives the vibes of a co-working space but like that's their office and like when you first walk into the office it's literally a gym on the first floor so i'm realizing that like things don't have to be so structured and i don't need that structure but then there's people who love like the structure of a nine to five job and like knowing that when they get into work they're gonna have the same task every day is very structured very consistent for them and that's what keeps them sane great if that's what you love great but for me my energy just ebbs and flows so much and i know that i'm my best self when i have so much more time and like freedom to choose what i want to do that i need like like i'm really great at freelancing and i'm really great at like unstructured work environments where it's like project based like here get you i just need you to do this this and this by this by this date and i used to think that i was like so bad at stuff like that but i realized the only reason why i procrastinated and the only reason why i didn't like deadlines is because it was just enough freedom and time for me to get stuff done but i still had to like function within the realms like especially in high school i still had to function within the realms of like the eight to like the school day so it was like you want me to get this done on my own time but then you still stick me in this repetitive system for five days out of the fucking week and then you want me to go home and be creative like bitch i'm drained y'all suck the creativity out of me so anyways i did not mean to go on that tangent that tangent but we went there so yeah um <laughs> i'm just gonna spit fire through these next ones because i feel like this is getting so long so next i want to focus on setting boundaries and communicating emotions effectively basically i in in tandem with me being a projector i used to freely give my energy and i'm not doing that anymore it's a lot easier for me to set boundaries with people that i haven't known for as long or have who i haven't known for a long time it's way easier for me to set boundaries with them than people who have been in my life for a long period of time so i'm working on setting boundaries with those people because those also tend to be the people who it hurts more when like my boundaries are crossed or like i have non-existent boundaries with them um, and then also, I feel like I do communicate my emotions energetically, but everybody's not receptive to energy, and it's very childish of me to do that, knowing that. So, I know that I need to communicate my emotions verbally instead of energetically. Yeah, that's that. Next is create a love-filled and safe home. Um, I really, I realize, like, because I, I get angry at my roommates a lot, for like being messy and like leaving their dishes and like different stuff like that um i realized for me the reason is because i associate mess with the house that i grew up in which was not a safe home so it's important for me for my house to look nice and presentable all the time like i really just don't like messes and that's not on that and i haven't like communicated that to them because it's literally something that i just realized like right now today 
in this moment so now going forward i know i can talk to them about it and be like listen y'all this is why i act this way it's really important for me that we keep things clean because i feel safer when i'm in a clean environment so yeah um next is confidently own the space i take up in the world i feel like a lot of a lot of the times and i think i talked about this in my episode reflecting on 2021 but i really get into a bad habit of like dimming myself and like watering myself down to let other people shine because for so long people would express to me how my interview and just my presence in the world made them feel some type of way and I felt like I was doing too much but then I realized that I'm not doing too much it's not my fault if I have big energy bitch what can I say we're blessed and highly favored over here and i literally just wrote this down me and ivy when we were playing um we're not really strangers we had to write a letter to our younger self so i wrote this to 16 year old me dear kara you don't even realize how radiant your energy is you light up every room you enter and everyone notices it some people even hate to see it stop dimming your light in hopes that others shine because not everyone can be the brightest but you always are never forget that love me and I feel like, yeah, like that's that's that on that. I did myself a lot for other people because I can see when people get uncomfortable. But I realize now that it's not my fault if people are uncomfortable with the way that I shine, show up in the world in the space that I take up in the world. So I'm not holding back for anyone anymore. And I feel like what better season to let that manifest than Leo season. So, yeah. Next is thrust myself into chakra aligning hobbies and activities. Basically, what I mean by this is take control of like energy healing and the energy centers in my body this is really like body focus like releasing trauma releasing past pain releasing emotions learning how like learning where my emotions manifest um and learning how to release that and how to deal with that and just like more about what the chakras mean for me as far as balance goes because i feel like i do have some chakras that tend to be overexerted and others are like underutilized so i really just want to get my energy centers in my body really balanced so that's my goal um next build a cohesive wardrobe that fully encompasses my essence and aesthetics i have multiple aesthetics like many other people in this world (coughs) and i feel like it's typically hard for me to realize like or how to have pieces that can work for multiple aesthetics so that's something that i really want to work on because i'm just i'm just ready to like be serving looks so that's something that i'm already working on i've been working on i've been working on using pieces that i normally don't wear that i already own so like i'm seeing what things that i actually need to buy and what things like like i have a lot of i have a lot of articles of clothing that i can use instead of things that i would have thought i need to buy so i'm still working on that but that's one of my goals like by my birthday i really want to know like this is me this is what i look like this is how i show up in the world and along with that also goes like beauty treatments and stuff like that like i'm finally realizing y'all i'm not a natural hair girly Uh, a sister needs to get her hair done or like i can do my twist myself but like my natural hair she i'm protective styles for me please right now that's all i can handle um and then also like i'm going through a period where like I was getting my nails done a lot and now that it's like summer and that I want to be like more out in nature and more hands-on and stuff I think I'm gonna stop getting my nails done for a little bit or like I guess just maintaining like a nail routine I guess because sometimes like I get my nails done and then I wouldn't make the effort to like go get them taken off so then they're just like break and then it's like like you know I just I need more consistency but I think right now I'm going to go without my nails for a bit because I want to start playing the ukulele more and it was so hard for me to do with nails and I want to actually like get good and learn some stuff. So I'm back to my natural nails, which is honestly pretty fun because it's been a little minute since I have experimented with my stubby little fingers. (laughs) Okay, next is, this one is going to be such a like 180, dive into the depths of my psyche. I purposefully put this on Scorpio season because what a better season for death and rebirth than Scorpio season. So I anticipate that I will be going to therapy 
especially around this time like that's definitely something i want to prioritize because i want like well number one because i'm gonna be a therapist but i also want like i want somebody who can provide me with, with like the tools and activities that will help me dive into the depths of my psyche like i know what things work for me but i'm excited to like be guided i love being guided by people i love being taught like i love having mentors so i'm excited to like see how how the process works for me and like what works for me and just seeing like are the things i'm doing actually helpful well i know they are but like what's actually productive what's not productive and like what else can i add into my repertoire so that's what i'm excited for i feel like that sounded very dramatically diving into the depths of my psyche but like y'all i'm a scorpio mercury i am a capricorn moon so i know that while i have worked through a lot of things I know that there's got to be something, like, that I probably suppressed, and I really just want to, like, yank it out. Like, I want to just, like, projectile vomit it out of me. So, yes. That still sounded very dramatic, but y'all get the point. Next, I want to learn more about human design, astrology, energy healing, and Ayurveda. I really like these practices. I feel like they're, at least to me, they're reliable they are informative they're very much um it's giving very much life imitating art art imitating life energy so that's why i feel like i've always been drawn to these things i love these like practices and what else would you call it i don't know just i guess practices like i love these practices that are more esoteric it's just so because i feel like it's a part of humanity that we condition ourselves to believe was bad or like doesn't exist but there's so much like ancient wisdom just rooted in some of these different practices that i think is so special and what works for me works for me what works for you works for you this isn't like a pressure type thing i'm not trying to change anybody it's the same way of like like, this stuff to me is not a religion, but I guess I kind of view them in a similar way that people view religion as, like, kind of, like, my guide for life. These things don't define my morals, but they shape my morals. Or, no, 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 not, these don't have anything to do with my morals, actually. But these things definitely shape, I feel, well, I guess it's just an energy thing, like, these things definitely shape my energy and they definitely have shown me how I move through the world and it's so much easier for me to understand myself through these different lenses next take the steps to fully start and own my own business I'm already in the works of doing this I found a mentor for this too which is really cool I've been honing in on my skills more with editing and photography and videography and hosting and writing and just creating in general so i feel like by the end of the year a bitch can definitely be a business owner actually will be a business owner and will be freelancing next be more selective with my time slash spend more time alone at first when i wrote this i said be more selfish with my time and i still kind of agree with that but i just don't think it's selfish so that's why i chose to change the wording but I want to stop freely giving of myself so much, both energetically and also physically, especially in terms of time. Because um, I'm now realizing like how precious my time is, how valuable I am as a person, and just the value that I bring to every situation and to every person I interact with. And that's special. And I need to stop just like flinging that shit around, you know? So I just want to be more selective in my time and making sure that if I'm spending time with a person or a group or in a specific setting, what am I gaining from it? If I'm not having fun, if it doesn't feel pleasurable, if I'm uncomfortable, um, if I feel like I'm not being supported, like I'm done putting myself into those situations where I leave worse than I came. Um, so yeah, and then also I want to spend more time alone because I feel like I don't spend enough time nurturing myself. I don't spend enough time pouring into my self-care and that to me now isn't like it's a non-negotiable at this point i am not ending 2022 without a solid self-care routine and without knowing that i fully poured into myself and that i can wake up every day feeling rested knowing that i do something every single day to take care of myself to nurture my body mind soul and energy 
And then lastly is spend time creating more. I am creative through and through. I love the things that I make. I love the things I produce. I love my writing. Uh, even now, I love sharing my writing, which who would have thought? Because a year ago today, I would not. Y'all, I'm in a class where I literally have to, like, cast people to read pages that I've written. The first time I did it, it was the scariest thing ever. I was freaking out, like, the night before, changing things last minute, only for them to read it and literally fall in love with it, which is one of the most special experiences that I think I've had this year. Definitely, and I know like the year literally just started, but I was always so scared to like share my writing with people. I'm always scared to share what I create with people because I hold it so near and dear to me. And I think I said this like in the first episode that I posted, but I feel like I'm such a niche person that sometimes I feel misunderstood. And I realized through this class that I'm in, like people still don't like people make up. What am I trying to say? People think they have me figured out and have what I've written figured out. And then listening to their perceptions of my work is so funny to me because then I'll come home and I'll be like, Broderick, they said this, this, and this, and that is not at all what I intended. And so it's just funny, like, even if I'm misunderstood, it's just nice to see how people receive my art and that they always find a purpose and a point in it, even if it's not what, like, the purpose that I created it for, like, that I intended to create it for. So I think that's helped me a lot see like how much value I add to the world artistically and that I need to do it more and like just be unafraid to be judged and be unafraid to be perceived and be unafraid to create. And so that's my goal, especially during Pisces season, because that's it's so funny that I'm recording this now in Pisces season because that's how I feel right now. I'm unafraid of my creativity and I'm just freely producing and everything that I do is so beautiful to me and like so sacred to me. It all feels so like almost like ritualistic and I don't know I just I love it. So those are my goals for the astrological new year like I said I assign them to specific seasons just for the energy that I get from each season every year like I've been not like intentionally tracking but just realizing like how I feel during every zodiac season so I feel like um that they it'll really help like having that set goal knowing the energy that that season brings me but I'm just excited to I don't know, I'm just excited to see what the year has in store. Um, by the time the new astrological, or by the time, wait, by this time next year, I'll be coming up on like the next new year and I'll be getting ready to graduate from undergrad, getting a job, potentially moving, um, you know, applying for grad school or getting accepted to grad school. Which is all very, very crazy. But I am so, so excited. I just feel like I have not peaked yet. And the high that I've been riding for the past, like, six months or... Oh my god, wait, no, not even six months. Well, I guess I kind of started in August. And then I went through the dramatic phoenix life and death life death and rebirth and then i come back now in 2022 really walking in my purpose and it's crazy to imagine it getting any better than this even though i know it will so i'm just so excited i'm so excited and my hope for all of you listening is that you can find the same enthusiasm for your own life and maybe it's not as easy for you. Maybe you're not, you know, naturally optimistic. That's okay. I tend to be annoyingly optimistic, I've realized. And people have let me know. Like, for them, it's not realistic. And that's okay. This is how I choose to live my... Or not even choose to live my life. This is, like, a conscious... Well, I guess it is kind of a conscious effort. But anyways, I know that it can be difficult for people to, like, view life optimistically. I know that some people have anxiety surrounding the future and where they're going to be in a year from now, five years from now, ten years from now. I just encourage you to find that one thing for you that makes life worth living. 
and to hold it near and dear to your heart and to let that inspire you to keep going and i hope that from that one thing blooms a thousand other things that keep you going and i hope that you find your passion and your purpose in life and i hope just hope you find your happiness whatever that looks like for you and i hope that you don't let people's projections and perceptions of you stop you from achieving greatness so i say all that to say happy new year happy astrological new year it's the second day of airy season let this be your true new start choose today to make a difference in your world and don't look back for shit and with that <laughs> i don't really know what else to say um thank you all so much for listening if you're listening on Spotify, now you can rate the podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you could have already rated. So give me a rating. Share with a friend. I'm really hoping to grow this podcast a lot this year because it means so much to me. And I feel like there's a lot of things that I want more people to hear that I have to say. So, yeah, that's all I have for y'all. I hope y'all have the best week ever. And I will see you again next week. And, yes, that is a promise. Bye, y'all.